Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 20th of July. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented, as always, by the title sponsor of everything, Zaslow Show 2.0. Best accident attorneys around. The only accident attorneys you'll ever go to if you're dealing with a personal injury. I'm talking about Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Got a fun show planned today. Really glad to have you aboard here. Glad to be back. Yesterday, no show. I apologize to everybody. Took my, Look, it's summertime. Took a day yesterday. Took my older son. We went fishing yesterday. Uh, no Guggen. 
but not a great day out on the waters, all right? We got a few fish we were able to come home. I cooked them up last night real nice. I like making fish sticks. When I bring home the fish, I like making fish sticks. So we brought home enough for dinner time, but overall, not a great, not a great day out on the high seas, all right? And, and my older son, he, he also, he got a little bit on the seasick side. No barfing, but a little bit on the seasick side. So that kind of hampered the trip a little bit. But did some fishing yesterday. Summertime, you know what I'm talking about. So apologize, although not really for, for no show yesterday. But we're back at it today. That's right. Hey, we're going to be talking to WWE superstar Zoe Stark is going to join the show today. She's got a whole feud going on. She's... she. Uh, Trish Stratus is her girl. They're feuding with Becky Lynch. I mean, that's as high profile as it gets, especially for a newcomer like Zoe Stark. I'm looking forward to talking to her. I've never had her on the show. So she'll join Zaslow Show 2.0 today. And of course, on Monday night, uh, well, for the next few days, you got WWE making the rounds here in South Florida, where, well, not Central Florida, in Florida. Tomorrow night, huge SmackDown where Roman Reigns is going to be on SmackDown tomorrow night. That's live from Orlando, and Monday night, which Zoe Stark will be on, is in Tampa's Amelie Arena. I am going to that. My son and I, we're making the drive up to Tampa. We're going to spend the night there. We're going to see Monday Night Raw at at Amelie Arena on Monday night. Ticketmaster.com, you still get your tickets. You can say what's up to your boy, two-time championship broadcaster. Really looking forward to that. So Zoe Stark is going to join us on the show today. Looking forward to talking to her. All right. So, we got a bunch of stuff to get to. I mean, the NBA. We're going to focus on the NBA today because the drama. There is not a league that does drama like the NBA does. Also, we're trying a new segment today. I told you guys this a couple days ago, but I got to get the participation. The participation was a little bit lukewarm. I only need a handful of questions. Uh, I got a handful of questions, but I want to start doing... I told you guys on Tuesday... I want to start doing a little bit more in the way of interaction, participation with the listener. And it's hard because we're not live. You're listening right now and you're like, wow, Zazlo, you sound like you're so live. You sound so great. And And I love how good you look. But I'm not live, all right? This is recorded. And that makes it harder to get the participation from you guys, from my great listeners. So, like I put out yesterday... I want, and I told you guys on the show Tuesday, on Thursdays, today, I want to start doing a mailbag, all right? And anything goes. You can ask me anything. Sports-related, music, wrestling, life. I give great life advice. So whatever you're looking for, we can have some fun. I think that's a great way to do some participation. So I got a handful of questions that I could use today, but in order to make it work on a consistent basis... I do need the participation from you guys. So, excuse me. So, we'll try it again next week. Uh, we'll, we'll try it today for the first time. I think I got some questions to have some fun with. And and we'll keep it going. So, uh, I just keep coming with the questions. And, and we'll make it a weekly thing on Thursdays where we'll open up the mailbag. You can send questions throughout the whole week. I know how to save the questions. It's not going to get lost in the mix. Don't you worry about that. So, we got a, a, a mailbag, which we'll do on this show today. But I want to start with some NBA stuff here, all right? And the big news in the NBA yesterday is Draymond Green. So, And now, you know how I feel about Draymond Green. Uh, I think he's an asshole. 
And when you go back and you look at the situation with the Warriors this past year, I think it's pretty safe to say that the whole deal between Draymond, Jordan Poole probably put a huge monkey wrench in the Warriors' season. It, it likely caused... Is that, is that why they, they weren't able to defend their title? No, but they had... You know, Andrew Wiggins missed a lot of time throughout the year. He's a super important player for them. Is it the reason why they didn't repeat? No, but I, I think it played a part. I think it played a role. And so, Draymond Green... And, and think about this. Draymond Green is the one who... I mean, do you want to say he assaulted Jordan Poole? I mean, I guess technically he did assault him, but all right. So... Draymond Green's the one who assaults Jordan Poole. <laughs> Draymond Green gets no suspension, no consequences whatsoever. And the end result is Draymond Green gets paid. Jordan Poole gets traded. Jordan Poole did nothing. And by the way, now, Zaslow, he may have done some stuff behind the scenes that we didn't see on camera that led to Draymond Green doing what he did, which we're going to hear from Draymond. He was on the Pat Beverly podcast, and he alluded to a lot of that. But well, we're talking about violence, all right? We're talking about a violent act, you know? So none of that came from Jordan Poole. And Jordan Poole ultimately is the one that got punished. Jordan Poole's the one who got assaulted. And again, I think it's kind of a weird word to use because this kind of stuff does happen sometimes on teams. But Jordan Poole's the one who got assaulted, and nothing happened to the aggressor and the guy who didn't do anything, the guy who was the the, the victim, if you will, he's the one who got punished. I mean, he got sent away. And so anyway, I want to give you here, this is this is Draymond Green. This is from the Pat Bev podcast. Uh, you know, it's, it's the same dopey podcast where Call Anthony Towns went on and talked about how he's he's uh, he's changing the game. All right, so Draymond Green, who, like I told you, uh, I do not have the I do not have the stomach for, I do not have the patience for, and it's very similar. I I really think there's some similarities between Draymond Green and the 2008 Boston Celtics. I really do. There is no self awareness. The 2008 Boston Celtics, Garnett, Pierce in particular, the way they talk, they talk like they're an all-time dynasty. You won one title. And if we want to be honest, it was a disappointment that you only won one title. Draymond Green, there's a similar lacking of self-awareness where I feel like we would all agree if Draymond Green wasn't drafted into the right situation, if Draymond Green was not on the Warriors, he'd be a nobody. In this league. Draymond Green is a very valuable player on the Warriors. He is a very important part of that team. And he makes a very big impact on that team. But Draymond Green on a bad team does not help you. Draymond Green on any other team at the start of his career outside the Warriors. You wouldn't know who he was. There's a real lack of self-awareness. I think there's a, I think that's a big similarity between Draymond Green and... And guys like Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Anyway, that's neither here, here nor there. That's a story for another time. So, very similar, though, to those teams. To, or very similar, though, to the, the 08 Celtics. I have no patience for Draymond Green. I mean, I'm so over hearing him talk. And as if he doesn't talk enough. 
He's got his own podcast. He's on the Pat Bev podcast yesterday. And look, he's back to talking about Jordan Poole. When we're... Who's bringing this up now? Like, who's talking about this now? Who's thinking about this now? But he's back to talking about Jordan Poole. And don't tell me it's a coincidence that now he's back to talking about Jordan Poole after two things have happened. The first thing is, Jordan Poole's no longer on the team. The second thing is, Draymond Green got paid. So now Draymond Green can yap about this event that might have derailed the Warriors' season last year, all he wants. What are the repercussions? Jordan Poole's no longer around. I don't have to be nice anymore. I got my money. What are they going to do about it? And you know what the third thing can be? The third thing can be that Bob Myers is no longer there. What's Mike Dunleavy Jr. going to do? He's never been our general manager. He's going to come and tell me to shut up? What's he going to do? So it's really three things that have happened now that allow Draymond Green to yap about a situation, to yap about a story that no one is talking about anymore. So, here is Jamon Green on Jordan Poole on the Pat Bev podcast. I don't just hit people. Dialogue, of course, happens over time. And you, you usually ain't just triggered by something like that fast, you know, right. to that degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a team. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody on my team triggering me. You know, in, a, in an instant. You know, we know stuff that you don't say amongst men. You know what I'm saying? We, we, you know, we know, you know, things that you have to stand on. All right. So again, keep in mind, why is this coming up now? Well, is it a coincidence that three things? Draymond now got his money. Jordan Poole's no longer around. Bob Myers is no longer around. There's no one to keep Draymond Green in check. All right. So. Now we got the family involved. And this part's kind of weird to me. Because, and I understand, like, Jordan, Jordan Poole's young. I mean, how old's Jordan Poole? 23, 24? Like, how old is Jordan Poole actually? So he's a young man. And, look, if you're, if you're Anthony Poole, that's Jordan Poole's father, and he's probably, like, around my age, probably a few years older than me, you're going to be protective of your son, when he's young. Jordan Poole's still young. So I understand the part where he's protective of his son. But I don't think this helps the situation at all. And my guess is that Jordan Poole doesn't love his dad doing this either. Although it's clearly out of love. And so Anthony Poole replies to Pat Bev Pod and Draymond Green on Twitter for everyone to see. And I mean, hang hang with me here because the, the grammar's so bad. Oh, it's it's so bad. So... He tweets back at these guys, I'm stand on this. That is some BS. JP, it's Jordan, JP was his guy, and he avoided me all last year. <coughs> he, is a, he is a soft as bitch, and I'm standing on this, and he didn't apologize to me and my wife. So he lame, and me and him can meet anytime he want. So he's challenging Draymond Green to fight. I also don't know why, and again, Anthony Poole, Jordan Poole's father, is doing this out of love. We all can agree on that. But, I don't know, like, does Draymond Green need to apologize to Anthony Poole and his wife? Like a lot of you guys listening, you've been in a fight before. Maybe, maybe you punched a friend. Did you then go and apologize to the parents? 
Why is that a thing? Why does he have to go apologize to the parents? He should apologize to Jordan Poole. Like, which family member? Like, should he apologize to Jordan Poole's brother? Should he apologize to Jordan Poole's sister? How far does it go? And I guess it's like there's a relationship there because the parents are around all the time. It's a family-type atmosphere. The worst. Okay, but why does he... Like, yes, Jordan Poole is Anthony Poole's son. But he is an adult. It's not a child. Why does he have to apologize to the mother and father? I don't get that part. <coughs> anyway, and Draymond Green then responds to that. That's so cute. It's impossible to avoid you in the arena for a year, champ. I got get my family from that family room every game. And stop using those words. They usually don't go over well amongst men. So he's talking about how, you know, calling me soft and calling me a bitch. They don't go well amongst men. If you're Draymond, what what the hell is the point? What's the point in this? Like, the fact of the matter, Draymond, you won. You knocked the kid out. He's a lot smaller than you. You knocked him out when there was, like, it's not like you were fighting. You threw the first punch seemingly out of nowhere. You knocked the kid out. You got money. He got sent away practically to Siberia. That's what it's like when you're traded to the Wizards. And now we're talking about, like, what's the point in even... Res- the father has a right to be mad. Now, should the father be challenging Draymond Green to fight here? No, but it's, it's, it's out of love. It's being done out of love. What's the point in Draymond Green responding here? Draymond Green was the asshole and the big winner in this scenario. Like, why? Why, why continue this? And the reason is because he's an asshole. And you talk, and you hear, you know, in the clip, uh, you know, you calling a guy a bitch and all that stuff. How many times do we see clips of Draymond Green on the floor calling players bitches? Calling them either a bitch or, or rhymes with ussy? How many times do we see that? I don't know. Every game? So, that's one Draymond Green story. One Draymond Green story over the last couple of days. There's another Draymond Green story out there right now. And that's on his new teammate, Chris Paul, which he also spoke about on the Pat Bev pod. And here's the quote from Draymond on his new teammate, Chris Paul. I publicly said I didn't like Chris Paul before. I'm just not going to be like, oh man, that changed now. He my teammate. No, I look forward to talking amongst men. So he's telling you there, he doesn't like his new teammate. And they're going to have to talk and figure things out. How's that being a leader? Like, he prides himself on being a leader, right? How's that being a leader? Wouldn't being a leader saying, I'm squashing that beef right now because we're trying to win a championship together. Wouldn't that be a leader? Not going on a podcast and telling everyone, You still don't like Chris Paul. Which, by the way, it's not like he doesn't like him personally. He doesn't like him based on the basketball court. Based on a game. Based on tactics. We know Chris Paul has all those dirty point guard veteran moves. He doesn't like him based on tactics used in basketball. What's the point in now still telling a guy, you're a leader, right? Isn't he a leader? That's being a leader. Letting everybody know you don't like your new teammate. You know, let me tell you, you want me to tell you what a leader is? <clears throat> let me tell you what a leader is. I love this story. 
Let me tell you what a leader is. Back in 1997, Miami Heat. In the middle of the year, Gary Grant was the backup point guard for the Heat. He was the backup point guard to Tim Hardaway. Gary Grant got hurt. The Heat need... Riley's got to go out and find another backup point guard. Calls veteran point guard, who is now playing overseas, John Crotty. Calls Crotty. Signs him. Crotty's now on his way to Miami. He's going to be the backup point guard for the last half of that season. Well, from their days in Utah and Golden State, Crotty and Tim Hardaway do not like each other. They did not have good experiences together competing on the court. They don't like each other. And this is going through the back of John Crotty's mind. I'm going there, I'm going to work with Tim Hardaway, I'm going to be his backup, but man, like we don't like each other. I'm real interested in how this is going to work out. Well, you know what happened? Tim Hardaway's a leader. And Tim Hardaway called John Crotty on his way to Miami to tell Crotty, hey man, I'm happy to have you on the team. Everything's going to be great. Can't wait to work with you. And that relieved any anxiety that Crotty has about joining the, the, the team that Tim Hardaway is clearly big dog on with Alonzo Mourning, and now we can just get to work. And they got to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in franchise history. You squash it immediately because you got the same goal. There's nothing to hash out. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, did he spit in your mother's face? Did Chris Paul spit in Draymond Green's mother's face? If not, move the, move the F on. But no, Draymond's got to tell everybody, I don't like him. Doesn't matter that he's, still on my, that he's on my team now. I don't like the man. No, that's not a leader. Tim Hardaway was a leader. Called a guy who he didn't like and who didn't like him and is now on the team and wanted to make sure before they even begin working together that they squash it. And there's nothing to even talk about. I'm happy to have you. That's a leader. Draymond Green, that's bullshit. That's not a leader. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So... Those, that's been the big story, really, of the last 24 hours. Oh, and this. How about, and look, it comes in threes, right? So, now we have this. You know there's an NBA, there's an NBA aggregator account, which I really like on Twitter, called NBA Central. Real good at giving you the headlines of stories, things that uh, dudes said, and what have you. Well, 
There's a parody one out there called NBA Centel. It's got the blue check mark as Elon Musk. And NBA Centel yesterday, they tweet out yesterday morning, because Draymond Green right now is the topic of conversation. And NBA Centel sends out now, Kevin Garnett calls out Draymond Green. And the quote is, Draymond punching JP is like a senior punching a freshman who's half his size and then walks around talking himself up as if he's like that. Come try me, Dre. Now, the first part of that, that you know, dead giveaway it's not true, is Garnett saying, come try me, Dre. Because Garnett only picked on guys who were much smaller than him. That's the first dead giveaway. But Draymond responds to the tweet and tags Kevin Garnett in it. I tried you when I was a rookie, KG, and you started talking to yourself like I wasn't talking to you. What's that like? The freshman picking on a senior citizen that's double his size. So Draymond just totally falling for it, hook, line, and sinker, and then starting beef with Garnett. Garnett then responds, that's a fake tweet. Elon, see what the F is happening? Fix it. Uh, not, not a great look over the last... 36, 48 hours for Draymond Green, if I could tell you. Not the best look. But I think I think what it all boils down to, what I've been telling you here for the last, you know, 10, 15 minutes, Draymond Green's an asshole. That's what it boils down to. All right. Let's get to some heat stuff here. First, though, to summertime. And you may be saying, you know what, Zaslo? I deserve to treat myself. I want to treat myself to a brand new ride. But where should I go? That, that part's actually easy, guys. If you're in the market for a new car, you can't decide where to go, I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. That's right, guys. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you walk in the showroom doors, you let a member of their friendly sales team navigate you in the right direction. Whatever you're looking for, an SUV for the family, maybe something simple to get to and from work. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market, from the Outback to the Crosstrek to the Forester to the Ascent. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, South Florida's newest and technologically advanced Subaru dealer. Shop over a thousand vehicles from your home right now. NFLSubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road, the building you know, and the place to go. NFLSubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. All right. I don't really have anything on the heat here today, but I, I do want to mention we're talking about stuff that gets aggravated, aggravated, <laughs> stuff that gets aggregated, and I think this may have been from NBA Central. Yeah, see, here's a good example. This is from NBA Central yesterday. The Athletic Zach Harper. We like Zach Harper. He comes on our show. The Athletic Zach Harper ponders the possibility of Miami pursuing Joel Embiid and reuniting him with Jimmy Butler. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's read the quote here. This is from our pal Zach Harper. Daryl Morey is already processing Philly getting subpar value for Harden. However, a trade for Embiid, as awful as that might sound, is eased by Miami offering Bam Adebayo, a versatile four-time All-Star. 
I think he's a two-time All-Star. And two-time All-Defensive Selection. Maybe those two are... are maybe those are reversed. Anyway. An Adebayo-centered trade package to reunite Butler and Adebayo could be an easier pill to swallow. It would end any pursuit of Lillard due to lack of assets. But such a pursuit could also not yield Lillard at all. So... The idea of the Heat saying, maybe we don't go after Lillard, let's try and go after Embiid instead. Me personally, not in on it. I would rather Lillard than Embiid. I would rather Lillard than Embiid for two reasons. I would rather Lillard over Embiid because you're adding Lillard to Butler and Adebayo. When with Embiid, Zach's right. There's no way you get Embiid without giving up Bam. So... I'd rather Lillard, Butler, and Adebayo than, let's say, Hero, Butler, and Bede. That's for one. Number two, and this is me. This is a me thing. This may not necessarily be a you thing. But I'm not win-at-all-cost guy. I do think Pat Riley's win-at-all-cost guy. I'm not win-at-all-cost guy. And what I mean by that is, I want to win... But I want to win a certain way. And one of those ways that I want to win is, I want to win with my guys. I don't want to just win with mercenaries. I don't want to win with plucking a guy here, plucking a guy here, plucking a guy here. Let's roll them out there. I'll learn to love them. Let's win. I want to win with my guys. I want to win with Butler. And I want to win with Bam. I want to win my way. I'm not win at all cost guy. And I think the Heat can win by adding Lillard to those two guys. I want to win my way. I want to win with Bam. I want him on the team that wins. I want him to be rewarded for what he means to this team and for what the team means to him. I don't want to trade him to then win a championship. I want him on the team. That's Again, that's me. That may not be you, but... I'm not win-at-all-cost guy. And I think the Heat can win with Butler and Bam. Would they have a better chance of winning with Embiid instead of Bam? Maybe. But that's not how I want to do it. I want to win with my guys. I want to find a way to win with my guys. I'm not win-at-all-cost guy. So I'm for Lillard over Embiid. If we're talking about a monster trade. And look, if you feel differently... I totally get it. And this is also why I'd make a terrible general manager. Because I have such a hard time trading some guys. I'm too emotional. I get too attached. But I'm also not win-at-all-cost guy. I want to win a certain way. And one of those ways is, I want to win with Bam. And I want to win with Jimmy. Hell, I want to win with Tyler. But you got to give something to get something. And that's why I'm okay with moving Tyler Hero for Damian Lillard. I'll sleep just fine. I'll be all right. I would have a hard time digesting. Like, Zaslow, if the Heat added Kyrie Irving to the team and it gave you a great chance of winning a championship, would you be okay with that? I would not. I'm not win-at-all-cost guy. I would not be okay with Kyrie Irving on my team to win a championship. I don't want to win that bad. I don't want Kyrie Irving on my team. I don't want to root for him. I wouldn't want Kyrie Irving on the Heat if they were able to add him for nothing. I don't want to win that way. I don't want to win with him. And while I'd have no problem winning with Embiid, 
I don't want to win with Embiid in place of Bam. I want Bam, I want Jimmy on the team that wins. I'm not interested in sacrificing one of them in order to win. That's me. Would I feel differently if the Heat have never won a championship? If I've never experienced that as a fan? Slash two-time championship broadcaster? Maybe I'd feel different. Maybe I would. Maybe. I don't know. But I can only tell you from my experience here. And I'm not win-at-all-cost guy. All right. But we do like Zach Harper a lot. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way. That the Heat should go after Embiid. But for me, on the inside, when these players mean something to me, and I'm not objective, and I'm not unbiased, yeah, that's a no-go for me. That's a no-go for me. All right. I want to do a mailbag. Let's try a new segment. First, though, guys, if you're looking for homeowner's insurance, look no further. Use the same insurance agency that your boy uses. Two-time championship broadcaster gets his homeowner's insurance only from Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. Wherever you're calling from in the state of Florida, from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, Brunt Insurance has offices throughout the state of Florida. They know whatever area you're calling from. 954-589-2204. Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance. They're certified. They know exactly the area you're calling from. You're going to get the most affordable coverage, the most comprehensive coverage. The team at Brunt Insurance has the expertise and experience to find the perfect coverage for you. And hey, that includes comprehensive policies on trailers and motorhomes as well, if that's your style. Also, what about car insurance, boaters insurance, motorcycle? Yep, Brunt Insurance has got you covered I've been getting my homeowner's insurance through Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now, and I never have to worry about where I'm going to go. I never have to worry if I'm getting the best coverage. I certainly don't have to worry if I'm getting the best price out there because I am with Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204, 954-589-2204, Bruntinsurance.com. All right, new segment every Thursdays. You could always hit me up at Zaslow Show, although I'll send out like a message. Hey, send in your mailbag questions. Need your participation. Got a little bit of participation here, enough to kind of get this thing going. Let's do a Zaslow Show 2.0 mailbag. All right, here we go. So first question here, first up, this comes from Daniel. Daniel's asking, share your Mount Rushmore of Miami Heat moments of all time. This is a very difficult question. Very difficult question. But I got four. And there's going to be some left out that you you can't believe. But this is my four Mount Rushmore moments. All right. My all-time favorite Miami Heat moment is Shane Battier's Game 7 performance in the 2013 Finals. That's number one for me. We're not going to rank them because that's not what Mount Rushmore is. But I can tell you, and I've said this before, and I've told Shane to his face... All-time greatest Miami Heat experience for me, moment for me, Shane Battier's Game 7 performance in 2013. That's number one for me. All right, the rest of the Mount Rushmore here. Number two, again, this is not in order now. That was number one, but this is not in order. Number two, Dwayne Wade, Game 4 at San Antonio, 2013 Finals. Must win game for Miami. They're down two games to one. Wade was hurting. He was not having a good series. He got blown out in game three. And that was the game where, I think he had 27, huge second half. That was the game where Wade did the Euro step through, slam dunk, where it was like, 
We didn't even know if you could dunk anymore. Your knees are so bad right now. Wade was amazing that game. The Heat ended up smoking the Spurs. They only needed one game there in San Antonio to bring the series back to Miami. And then, of course, they won games 6-7 and as they were down 3-2. But they don't win that series if they don't tie it up 2-2. Dwayne Wade's performance Game 4 at San Antonio 2013 Finals. That's on my Mount Rushmore. Another one that's on my Mount Rushmore. LeBron Game 5 against the Celtics. Eastern Conference Semifinal 2011. Where LeBron ended the Celtics season... It was the Heat were up three games to one. Game five here in Miami. The Heat are trailing 87-82. You get a huge three-pointer with about five minutes left from James Jones to cut it to 87-85. And then LeBron went crazy. Spearheading what I think was, I think, a a 16-0 run. The Heat end the Celtics season. LeBron for three. LeBron for three. LeBron at the basket. LeBron breakaway dunk. And the Celtics were shook. Get the hell out of my city, Celtics. I hate your guts. That right there, it was the it was the most amazing performance I'd ever seen at that point. LeBron James ending the Celtics season game 5, 2011 Eastern Semifinals against the Celtics. That's a third one. And finally to close out my Mount Rushmore, yeah. Jimmy Butler game 4 against the Bucks. The Heat Go up three games to one. They're down double figures in the fourth quarter. I think it was 98-87. And then you get a monster run. Jimmy Butler finishes with 56 points. He had the back-to-back threes. He's yelling to everybody, this is my shit, this is my shit. That closes out my Mount Rushmore. All right, there you go. You could always send me yours (coughs) if you'd like. This question here is from from MAR5928-6234. And he's asking, best and worst experience on DLB show. I have to imagine that's the Dan Lebitard show. I don't have a worst experience on the Dan Lebitard show. But I used to fill in every now and then for Stu Gatz. Back when we were all on 790 The Ticket, I was doing night. Zaslow's show was 7 to 10 p.m. And one of the times that I was filling in for Stu Gatz, and I was there with Dan, was leading up, it was the 2010 offseason, and the crazy free agency summer of 2010 when the Heat ultimately signed LeBron James. And I was co-hosting that week with Dan, and I was doing those shows with him where Dan... People don't remember. Dan and Stephen A. Smith were the first two to say, LeBron is signing with the Heat. I was doing those shows with Dan, and... It was crazy to be there and be part of that because those shows that week with him were nuts because you didn't know what his decision was going to be. But now all of a sudden, because it was always thought to be Chicago, and now all of a sudden, Dan is straight up telling everyone he's signing with the Heat. So sitting in and doing those shows there with Dan, that was probably the best experience I had. This question here is from Aaron. How do you grade the Panthers, uh, the moves the Panthers have made this offseason? Well, look, it hurts losing Radko Gudis for sure. He was, uh, you know, really, like one of the hearts of the team. You lose that toughness, one of the big hitters. You got to do what you got to do when it comes to getting paid. So, sucks losing Radko Gudis. But the kid they signed, uh, the defenseman they signed, what's his name? I, I forget his name. Uh, but he had a down year, broken foot. Otherwise, it looks like it could be a bounce back type of year for him. 
The Panthers need help on defense. Also, the kid, what's his name? Is it Christensen? They signed from, I think, from Colorado. Eric Christensen. Kind of feels like a little bit like that for Hagee signing, where you're getting a guy low, low, uh, great value, low salary, who maybe wasn't doing as much on that team as he can on this team. So I feel like those are a couple real good signings. So look, <coughs> Panthers offseason, kind of ho-hum, but this team certainly has enough talent to be a playoff team every year. And you got some young guys who you're hoping maybe, maybe Denisenko, you got some young guys who you're hoping are going to wind up making a difference now. Maybe Spencer Knight, although who the hell knows. Thank you, thank you, Aaron. Uh, this question here is from Reggie. If you had to pick the next South Florida team from the five major pro sports teams to win a title for your life, which would you choose? Also, gun to your head type of scenario. All right, it's not Inter-Miami. It's not the Marlins. So we're talking Dolphins, Panthers, or Heat. It's tempting to say Dolphins because if they make the playoffs, you only got to win three games to get to the Super Bowl. Maybe only two, depending on how good their regular season is. If I have to pick the next South Florida team, I'm going to go Heat because I think they're getting Lillard and I think that gets them out of the Eastern Conference again. You also like the trajectory where you got to suffer before you end up winning. The Heat lost game seven in the East Finals. Well, hell, they lost the NBA Finals in 20, lost game seven in the final East Finals in 22, lost in the Finals in 23, and it kind of feels like the trajectory is they're going to win the whole thing next year. Gun to my head for my life. I'll go the Heat. Uh, Uncle JJ, when will you pay your respects to Nick C. Hustle? Uncle JJ, you're a great listener. I, I can't pay my respects to someone who I can't eulogize. I don't know enough about Nipsey Hussle. I'm, I'm sorry I offend you so much. I'm sorry. Joseph asks, are you going to the Messi game tomorrow, or are you going to cash out your tickets and make bank? I am not going tomorrow, nor am I going to sell my tickets, because, yes, I'm an inaugural season ticket holder for Inter-Miami, but that is not... These two games in the League Cup games, which are at Drive Pink Stadium against... Cruz Azul from, uh, what are they called, uh, Liga MX, XL, something like that, and the game against Atlanta United, those are not MLS games. Those are League Cup games, and that's not included in our season ticket package. So I don't have tickets to sell, and I'm not going because they're really expensive. And the first game, you saw what the crowd was like for Messi's unveiling. I am not going and dealing with that parking situation, the traffic situation, the first game that Messi's playing there. I am not dealing with that. I'm letting a few trial runs play out in front of me before I go to one of Messi's games. Uh, and finally here, we got one more question. I think we got one more. Ah, here we go. This is from Nick's Hex. Says, if you could pick the next team to win a title from any of the five major teams in South Florida, which would you choose? Okay, so this is if I had my choice. Now, the Heat are always going to be my favorite. Number one with a bullet. But, If I had my choice, which team? Because you got to remember, I've witnessed two of them up close, but I've been, I've witnessed three Heat championships. If I had my choice, it's Panthers. Yup. Oh, I know it's a shocker. It's Panthers. I love the Florida Panthers so much. I, I mean, I can't even imagine what it would feel like to win that Stanley Cup. It's such a grind. It's such an amazing run. We experienced, all, we experienced, we're three game, three wins short of experiencing it. Think about how amazing this postseason was, and now imagine if they won three more games. So for me, if I could choose which one of my teams wins next, it's the Panthers. And that right there is the debut edition of Mailbag.
Okay, so you guys know me and my son, we're making the drive up to Tampa. We're going to catch Monday Night Raw coming up. Amelie Arena, Ticketmaster.com. You can still get tickets. You got very affordable tickets if you want to take your kids. You take the whole family. And like I said, me and my son, we're making the short drive up there to Tampa here from South Florida. And, and of course, I mean, featured in one of the biggest stories heading into SummerSlam, Zoe Stark joining us here. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us, Zoe. I appreciate it. And uh, not so bad to begin your your run on the main roster, Zoe. When, when not you get, so bad. Hold on. It's great. Well, yeah, when you get, you, get, you get paired up to work. Hey, you're going to work side by side with Trish Stratus, and you're going to be in a feud with Becky Lynch. That's not so bad, right? Right, right. Absolutely amazing. It, it really is a dream come true. Never did I think I'd, one, get to work with Trish, Trish Stratus, you know, get to have her as a mentor, but looking across the ring and seeing Becky Lynch, it's insane. Well, so, yeah, so what's that like? When when they tell you, all right, we're going to pair you up, you're going to kind of be the muscle for Trish. Uh, did you know her at all? And, and and what's that relationship like? Because, I mean, she's Trish Stratus. Yeah, so... Um... I met her once and it was just one of those things where I was backstage introducing myself to people and uh, she was super nice. And next thing I know, when we, uh, when I actually got the phone call to go to Saudi, I still didn't quite know what was going on. I just knew I was going to Saudi. And then uh, Trish on the plane pretty much kind of looked at me and she's like, did you hear the news? <laughs> so it's like from there, she just, uh, she was super cool and she's so easy to talk to and learn from. That's so cool to find out that way, right? Like, yeah, did you just yeah. spend the rest of the flight uh, talking about how much fun it's going to be to work together? Yeah, definitely. On the flight there, on the flight back, when we went to the UK, we've been sitting there talking with each other. And these are long flights, so we got to learn a lot about each other uh, on those flights. How, uh, how, how much of her career were you, uh, I guess, familiar with? Like, you know, main event in Monday Night Raw with Lita. First time ever the women main evented Monday Night Raw, which is kind of amazing. You go back and think about where women's yeah. wrestling is today and that they were the yeah. first to do that. Like, how familiar were you with all that Trish had done? Uh, very familiar. So I grew up watching wrestling. I was a lifelong fan. It's all I've ever wanted to do. Uh, so when I had been able to actually sit there and work with her, it was uh, mind-blowing, to say the least. But uh she's been super cool and the fact that she will message me back and answer questions and help me out along this journey is insane you know i am learning from one of the best to do it in the business she uh like you said she with the main event that she did that for me as a female showed me oh okay girls could actually do this and be taken seriously you know if there's i'll say it if there's no uh Trish Stratus, there's no Becky Lynch. You know, Becky Lynch's career has been as amazing as it has been because Trish Stratus was able to do everything that she did. So that was actually a thing for you. You were a young yeah. girl watching those two main event Monday Night Raw and saying to yep. yourself, this is something I could do. That was a real thing for you. That was a very real thing for me. So cool. I really do have to thank Trish for my career because she helped me realize that. What did you, when you were at NXT... You knew or hoped that eventually you're going to be called up to the main roster. Mm -hmm. What did you think Monday Night Raw was going to be like compared to now knowing what Monday Night Raw is actually like? Uh, well, I definitely didn't think I would be getting as much time on TV as I am now. You know, I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a slower transition, just a couple of things here and there, and then build into something. But 
you know, I was thrown right into the fire with two of the uh, top talent. So it's it's been a wild ride. Do you have to like? Do you worry about jealousy in that regard? Because <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of stars who come up from NXT, they're not getting the yeah, time no. that you are. No, I'm not worried about jealousy. I'm here for me, not for them. If they want to be in my position, they better work as hard, if not harder, than I do, which is nearly impossible. I can tell you that right now. No one's going to work as hard as I do. I feel like that's kind of the attitude that is needed in in your business, right? Like, yeah. like I always remember the story that Triple H told when he recruited Randy Orton, a young Randy Orton, to be in Evolution. He's like, listen, you could come in the car with us and everybody can hate you. Or you can stay over there and, you know, we'll see what happens. And he obviously yeah. decided to get in the car and he's focused yeah. on him. Yeah, exactly. You In this business, you have to be completely focused on you. It is a selfish business, you know, and I'm not saying to be mean and be a dick to people, but I, you know, you got to focus on you. We're spending so much time on the road and being away from the family. So I'm not going to be away from my family and my life just to be friends with other people and not go to where I want to go. If that makes any sense, mm -hmm. you know, I'm here to be a top superstar and be one of the best in the business. So I'm going to be everything. Oh, I'm going to do everything I can do in my power to make sure I get there. And that's working hard and that's being completely focused on just me. So you're clearly not trying to be friends with everyone, but outside of Trish Stratus, who are some of Zoe Stark's friends uh, that you like traveling with? Very tough business. I always love hearing yeah. about the travel stories when I have WWE superstars on my show. I Because, you know, we're a sports show. And while I do have an audience that loves pro wrestling the way that I do, I feel like so many of them don't understand the the rigors of the travel. I feel like they think WWE gets you guys on a plane to send you to every city that you go to, and it's not renting a car in the middle of the night and driving four hours and then getting a few hours sleep, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the people that I love to be around, you know, I'm. Uh, it's probably because we both came up in NXT, Casey and Caden. You know, I'm always around them a lot. Um, I've been hanging around, like, people like Shayna Baszler. She's Super cool. Obviously, Trish Stratus. Uh, we're around each other pretty much all day when we're at Raw. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Chelsea's, Chelsea Green's super cool. Uh, Sonia's super cool. Like, all the girls in that locker room, they've been so welcoming. It's That's one thing I was not expecting, how welcoming they would be. So they've been super cool. I wonder, you know, you're a lifelong wrestling fan. How do you experience... Monday Night Raw. And what I mean by that is, do you get to see any other parts of the show or are you just so focused on what you have to do that night that you don't even really know what else is going on? No, I, I still get to watch part of the shows. I try to make sure I'm completely ready before the show even starts. And then I hang by a right outside grill. There's a nice little TV to where you can kind of watch uh, the show and everything. So I'll sit right there and I'll watch and see what's going on and uh, try and pick up any advice I could get right there. So uh, I definitely like to sit there and watch every match that I possibly can. How did it go when you told your family that you want to be a professional wrestler? Uh, well, they wanted me to definitely get a college degree and have a plan B. <laughs> you know, I think uh, a lot of families kind of think that way. Uh but I did not, I definitely didn't listen to that. Uh, so 
as supporting as they were, they were also obviously very worried because they weren't sure if I was going to make it. It's such a small percentage of people who get to make it to WWE and be successful. But now, you know, now that they see me succeeding and everything, they've been like, from the beginning of my career, great, very encouraging, but they wanted me to have a plan B. This was my plan A, B, C, D, you know, this is all I've ever wanted to do. And they've been very supportive about that. So how does it go when they watch you? Is it tough for them? Do they cringe? Do they know you're going to be okay? How does that go? Uh, they cringe. <laughs> they cringe all the time. And uh, my grandparents, they watch every single Raw as well as my dad and uh, my mom. And they always tell me how hard it was to watch certain things do, like uh, the ladder match. You know, especially because I tore my ACL in a ladder match. My family really gets worried when I do one of those again. Have you thought in your head what it's going to be like in the future? You're going to fight for, you know, the women's world championship and and just that moment where you can envision your family watching that moment. Have you spent time thinking about that? Yeah, my dream moment right there would be WrestleMania main eventing my family in the front row. And then when I win that title, just being able and going over there and hugging them and just saying thank you to them with being how supportive they are. So, yeah, definitely. I think a lot of us think about that moment. So, again, we got WWE Monday Night Raw, Amelie Arena, Tampa, Monday night. Like I said, myself, my son, we're making the short drive up there, Ticketmaster.com. You guys can still get tickets. Tickets are available. Do you do you pay attention at all, Zoe, to the bullshit on the internet? No. So there was a point in time in my career where uh, I was, and it was really starting to get to me mentally. And I, my husband just told me I need to stop doing that, and I completely agree with him. So now I just try and keep it away, and I try not to look at it at all. Because that will, that will really mess with your mind, man. It will really screw you up mentally and make you second guess yourself was so there you something was there a, a moment in particular that just really screwed you up um not in general because they all kind of say the same thing which is very frustrating but it's also if that's their opinion that's their opinion and i know you know either i'll win them over at some point or they'll just hate for the rest of their lives which I can't control that, so I'm not going to worry about them. I feel like you know, I don't. I try. I don't read the dirt sheets and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a little bit of a cesspool, as clearly you are yeah. you are agreeing with. Uh, but yeah. I, but I I feel like a lot of you guys, if you were to see stuff, and I know a lot of you guys do look at that stuff, and I feel like probably 99 percent of the time you'll see like a headline or a report from one of the, uh, you know, the guys who write the dirt sheets. And you're probably saying to yourself, wow, that is just totally fabricated bullshit right there. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you the amount of times that I would read something and I just want to sit there and I want to say something back. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, oh, F you, you mother effer. And it's like, you can't do that because now they win. They're getting the attention that they were hoping to get, you know, becoming the clickbait. Do we so, do we enjoy being a baby face or a heel more? So I was a, a baby face for even throughout the indies and, and NXT for a very long time. So becoming a heel is super fun right now, and I'm loving every moment of it. Right now, I'd have to say heel. Awesome. Again, Monday night, Monday Night Raw, Amelie Arena, Tampa, Ticketmaster.com. Really great talking to you here, Zoe. Continued success. And like you said, clearly – 
being thrown right into the fire upon your debut on the main roster. I think a lot of great things are are ahead of you here, Zoe. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and your time. Excellent job by Zoe Stark. Appreciate her hanging out with us. Really looking forward to going to Monday Night Raw in a few days. It's been a it's been a minute, like the kids like to say, that I've been to a WWE show. And and of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are always brought to us by the official beer of the program. You know we're talking about Johnny Cuba. Go pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with that Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. Maybe that's how you want to enjoy your Thursday night as we get ready for the weekend. You can pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. Remember, always drink responsibly. And of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra, I practically live my life by it. Stay tranquilo. Guys, I want to tell you the main reason why I'm sleeping so well. And not just why I'm sleeping so well, but why the entire Zaslow family, we're all sleeping so well. Because we are four of over 100,000 Americans that are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. That's right, Sheets and Giggles, one of our favorite sponsors, of course, That's when you knew the Zaslow Show 2.0 was really taking off in the right direction. When Colin, he's the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, when he was excited to jump on board Zaslow Show 2.0, I was super excited because you hear him on the Levitard Show. You hear them on the Greg Cody Show podcast featuring Greg Cody. And that's because we're talking the best bed sheets around. Naturally softer, cooler, more breathable, more moisture wicking than cotton. And of course, my man Colin, he cares about the environment. I mean, look, we're talking sustainably made from the wood of eucalyptus trees. They're grown on sustainably managed biodiverse farms. They don't touch any ancient or endangered forest. Two new trees are planted on their farms every time one is harvested. And that's what ends up with us getting the best sleep we ever had. You ever sleep on a eucalyptus mattress? I have a eucalyptus pillow. That's right. Sheets and giggles. Use promo code ZASLO upon checkout of your first order. You get 20% off. The only place you're ever going to shop for your sheets, just like the Zaslow family, SheetsGiggles.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal, you know how we do it. Hey, if you're dealing with water mold or fire damage in your home or in your business, is that a big deal? I don't know. Maybe it's not a big deal. Call Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635 or WCUFL.com, Water Cleanup of Florida. They'll tell you. If it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, jumping off of, excuse me, last, jumping off of uh, uh, our conversation there with Zoe Stark. Last night, AEW, Dynamite had their annual Blood and Guts show. You had the Elite, they end up beating Blackpool Combat Club in a very violent, very bloody matchup. I'm going big deal. That's a major storyline. I will tell you overall, I thought the match wasn't as great as it usually is. There's obviously a lot of hype with that kind of match. I didn't love the finish. I think John Moxley is a sick person, but overall, I'm going to go big deal, all right? The Elite, they win blood and guts last night. Big deal or not a big deal? Well, you know one of the big, the biggest story in the NBA right now is Damian Lillard, the Miami Heat. Second biggest story, what's going to happen with James Harden? Well, I'll tell you who doesn't care. Yesterday, first take on ESPN, my guy, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. He's tired of hearing about Harden. You like me? 
Tired about this Harden-Murray combination in Philadelphia? Do you have any interest in where James Harden plays basketball in 2023-24? I could care less. First thought, you're never going to win. He's never. He's played one championship series as a reserve. Hey, did you see the Celtics series? Did you see games against Golden State? And Daryl Morey, he's not Red Auerbach. He's not Grant Tricky. He's not even, who else can I think of? He's not fine game. I mean, he's not that big a deal. They make Morey out to be the wonderful, the smartest general manager in the history of professional basketball. No, he's not. This is a guy who has never, ever taken a team to a champion, to an NBA final. Never. He builds his team around hard, bouncing the ball, bouncing the ball, bouncing the ball. Then Tony doesn't teach any defense, and they never won. And yet somehow, someway, on a day-in, day-out basis, including right here, all we hear about is what Moray and Harden are up to as far as re-signing, a trade, he's going to go here. Nobody cares. Nobody is interested. The next time I see James Harden in the NBA final, wake me up. And the next time I see Daryl Moray in the NBA final, I'll be dead. The both of them are so overrated. Enough of the combination. All right, I'm going not a big deal. I'm definitely not tired of hearing about Harden because it's great fodder for guys like me. It's great fodder for guys like him. I mean, he's in front of that television screen, in front of the camera, it's six inches away, and he gets to yell about it, all right? So secretly, Mad Dog loves it. I'm not tired of it all. The NBA, there's a lot of stuff I don't like about the NBA. It is my favorite league, but the way that they do the drama, it's second to none. And this right here is drama. The second part, though, I couldn't agree more with Dog there, where this Daryl Morey, or as he likes to call Morey, this Daryl Morey is the most overrated GM out there. He's never done anything. He, he literally has never done squat. His entire career has been based on James Harden. And when James Harden was great with the Rockets, those were really good teams. They would always flame out in the playoffs because he's not a big-time player. Daryl Morey has never done anything. He had a Rockets team that got to the conference finals. Fantastic. All right. He's never been to the NBA finals. This Daryl Morey is as overrated as it gets. I couldn't agree with Dog Moore on that front. But overall, not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? The Marlins. The Marlins lost their sixth consecutive game yesterday, getting swept by the lowly St. Louis Cardinals. Sandy Alcantara, twice now, couldn't stop the bleeding. Although, because he couldn't stop the bleeding yesterday, he had the start the first game after the All-Star break, and while they weren't bleeding at that point, you want Sandy to get you going on the right track to start the second half of the season, you're at a great team like the Baltimore Orioles. So Sandy has not done a good job this second part of the season. There are six straight losses, all come right after the All-Star break. And as a result, now look, this is baseball. It's 162 games. You're going to have moments like this. But I'm a little bit concerned for a couple of reasons. Number one, you just got swept by the Cardinals, a team that you took three out of four against a little bit before the All-Star break. And... When you're in a playoff race, you can't lose six in a row in the second half of the season. So that part bothers me. And a Marlins team that for the last, like, month has been at the very top of the wildcard standings is now on the outside looking in. They've lost six in a row. They're back to eight over at 53 and 45. They are two back in the loss column. 
half game back overall, if you want to look at it like that, of Philadelphia for that third and final wild card spot. So right now, you got the Marlins, six consecutive losses on the outside looking in. Now, Atlanta has lost four in a row themselves, but Atlanta can afford to lose four in a row when they're running away with their division. The Marlins are in a wild card race where right now it's really five teams vying for three spots and six losses in a row. The Marlins now find themselves totally on the outside looking in. That's a big deal. They start a series tonight. They are against Colorado. I would say, look, if we want to be realistic here, Marlins should sweep the Rockies. You kind of need to sweep them. You got a three-game series. Uh, well, no, it must be a four-game series to start today. You got a four-game series. Oh, no. They're, they're off on Monday. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. They're off today. The series begins tomorrow. I apologize. So it's a three-game series. That is kind of weird, though, where they have two days off in the span of five days. They're off today, and they're off on Monday. That threw me off. But anyway... The Marlins should sweep the Rockies. That's how you get back on track. They're back in action tomorrow. Excuse me. I'm sorry for the confusion. Finally, big deal or not a big deal, Lebatard. Dan Lebatard, Metal Arc Media. You know, he was aggregated a little bit unfairly over the last couple days where it was as if he was saying that Tyler Hero is whiter than Tyrese Maxey when he was, he did say that, but he was parroting what someone else was thinking, and it got aggravated because that's clickbait stuff. Lebetard, white, black, the race, the whole thing. So Lebetard here tries to defend himself on his show yesterday. Yesterday, people think that I think the things that I said. I was telling you or thought I was telling you, this is what the Heat think. This is their opinion. They think Tyler Maxey is not as good as... I'm sorry, they, they think Maxi isn't as good as Hero. Therese Maxi. They think, thank you. They yeah. think that Hero is better as a trade asset. You can disagree with that. I probably disagree with it, but not by much. But I meant to say that this is what they're saying. I don't think that's how that came out. Dan Lebetard says. Also, though, I got Dan Lebetard says on Tyler Hero is whiter. Which I didn't want. That was them saying it. But I'm pretty sure that's just a fact. <laughs> I'm going not a big deal. Listen, let, let, let me let me let you know a little bit of a secret. Let me pull the curtain back a little bit. Dan loves this stuff. All right, come on. I'm going not a big deal. It doesn't matter that he got aggregated unfairly. He loves it. That's a big deal. That's not a big deal, excuse me. But that right there is another addition, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. A big deal or not a big deal? Yes! Great show today. Can we wake up tomorrow? Is it possible that you're listening right now and Damian Lillard has been traded to the Miami Heat? You're in the future. I don't know what the future holds. Can we start a Friday show? We're so excited about Friday. Can we start a Friday show and talk about Damian Lillard being traded to the Heat? I don't know. I mean, what a day that would be. Thanks to everybody behind the scenes who all put together a great show today. Always appreciate you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I love you long time. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack 
of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. Or you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com aware.